Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. We are the one, two, three, so losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. And look, I'm flying solo today. We had a late, late night last night. It's been a long, long, long week. And today is only Thursday. And so we are trying to get through this week, and we apologize. But it has been a long week. With the CMAs, with our other job, we have a lot of requirements, a lot of responsibilities, doing these interviews all day. Then at the CMA Awards yesterday, from 4 p.m. till 11 o'clock at night. So we're tired. We get done with the show, we're tired. And there's just a few things I wanted to talk about. Because yesterday, we we kind of got, I, I mean, we got onto the Colin Kaepernick situation and talking about the NFL is going to hold a tryout for him this Saturday and it's going to be in Atlanta and they sent out a little memo to all the NFL teams saying hey come look at Colin Kaepernick he's going to have a workout you're invited see if you want to sign him to your team and I tried to tell you yesterday that it was just a charade by the NFL to say look see Colin Kaepernick we're giving you an opportunity to play in the NFL it isn't real. They aren't really, they're doing this at a very inconvenient time for teams because they don't want Colin Kaepernick in the NFL. They don't want Colin Kaepernick to have a legitimate shot to get back in the NFL. If they did, they would set up a legit tryout. And the NFL doesn't do this for players. I don't know why this is a, a thing where they're like, here, Colin Kaepernick. It's just a dog and pony show. It's all for looks. Hey, look, we're not blackballing Colin Kaepernick. We are giving him a fair shot to play in the NFL. Why did we not do this before week one or in before the preseason started? Why are we doing this with six or seven games left in the season on a Saturday? It makes no sense. It is just 
all dog and pony show for the NFL to try to look like the good guy. Like, see, we're not blackballing Colin Kaepernick. We're saying here's a tryout. And we invited every NFL team. But they know NFL teams can't go to Atlanta on Saturday to watch Colin Kaepernick work out. They know better than that. And that's why they did it to Colin Kaepernick on a Saturday, the day before a game, when teams are already traveling, when teams are entrenched in their game plan. They're not going to send people across the country to see Colin Kaepernick work out with six games left to go in the season. And this, something came out, I guess, last night. I'm looking at Adam Schefter's Twitter. And he tweets out, after initially agreeing to provide the list of personnel executives and coaches that would attend Colin Kaepernick's workout, the NFL has reversed course and said it will not per sources. So this is once again the NFL saying, hey, we're going to do something for you. We're going to tell you exactly who is going to be there. So you know exactly how many people are coming to watch you work out. Oh, wait, you know what? We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Never mind. Nope, nope. Why are they not going to do that? Probably because there's not a lot of people that are going to be there. And so they just want Colin Kaepernick to go and look like a fool when three people show up. But I think deep down, Colin Kaepernick's people know that not a lot of people are going to make it. Why? Oh, here's another tweet from Adam Schefter. Several executives with teams have reached out as a courtesy to Colin Kaepernick's representatives saying they couldn't attend Saturday's workout. Shocking! What did I tell you? They can't attend Saturday's workout. Why? Because they're busy with their own dang team getting ready for NFL Sunday. So they can't show up on a Saturday in the middle of the season in Atlanta. I mean, you think a West Coast team, you think the Los Angeles Rams have time to send someone across country to Atlanta to watch Colin Kaepernick work out? Hmm, that's crazy. They don't have time to do that. Good move, NFL. So, it also goes on to say in the tweet, and a lot of executives were confused by the purpose of the NFL scheduling this workout. Right, because whenever does the NFL just schedule a workout for a random free agent? Uh, Let me see, 2000 and never. It never happens. Why does it never happen? Because this is all a dog and pony show to make the NFL try to seem like they're not blackballing Colin Kaepernick or they never did. And they absolutely blackballed Colin Kaepernick. That's all that this is. I do not understand it. I didn't understand it yesterday. I told you yesterday. And then all this comes out. Here's more from Adam Adam Schefter. All right. League from an NFL source. The NFL never promised to provide a list of attendees to Colin Kaepernick to work out, said multiple clubs, and said multiple clubs are attending. Kaepernick Camp says it was promised a list of attendees and can prove it. And an NFL source said League did not make that promise. So this is he said, he said, she said, bull crap. That's all we're doing. Hey, look, Colin, we're going to say, you say one thing, we say the other. They're not going to agree. So we're never going to find out the truth unless they have it in an email or a text message from the NFL front office. And it's going to be he said, she said. But it's a dog and pony show. If 
my belief is if Colin Kaepernick is good enough to be in the NFL, he should be in the NFL. But the NFL doesn't want him in the NFL. They have blackballed him from the NFL. And you're, you're, you can't tell me. I mean, do I think Colin Kaepernick's an exceptional quarterback? No. Do I think he's better than some of the guys in the NFL? Yeah. I mean, Luke Falk started for the Jets for like three, four games. I mean, that dude was awful. You, Taylor Dial, are probably better than Luke Falk. The dude sucked so bad. I mean, he was cut immediately, and he will not be with another team. He has not been signed, and now he's filing an injury grievance against the Jets, but that's a whole other story. But I th- this Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick, whatever the hell his name is, is very confusing, and it just makes no sense. It's a whole look at us, we're doing the right thing by the NFL. No one is taking it serious. I don't think he's going to get signed. I don't think there's going. I think there's going to be very few people on hand Saturday to watch him work out, and it's going to get all the news stories. And it's just, it's not. It, there's nothing to it. It's not real. It's not a big deal. It's unfortunate for Kaepernick, but I. But deep down, I believe Kaepernick knows there's going to be no one there. So I don't really understand. I guess he has to take his shot when he has a shot. But if teams weren't interested, they would bring him in for an individual workout. What what harm does it have for a team to say, you know what, we have an injured quarterback. Why don't we bring him in? Or I think they try out players every week on Tuesdays. They bring some guys in for different positions. So if you're interested, bring him in. Why hold this workout? Why would the NFL hold this workout? Was it part of the settlement when he sued the NFL and they settled out of court and it said, hey, we promised to set up a special workout for you on a Saturday when no one's going to be there? Or he said, hey, you're going to have to set up a special workout so the teams can come watch. And the NFL said, yeah, okay, cool. And then what does the NFL do? Oh, we'll set it up on a Saturday like week 11 in the NFL when no one's going to be there. Sucks to be you. So I don't think Kaepernick's getting back in the NFL. I think his NFL career is over. I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's wrong. I think it's over. Ah. And yes, there are consequences to your actions, but if you don't think he's being blackballed, I think you're crazy. And after three years, it's hard to get back into the, I mean, any sport. If you took off three years of basketball, do you think you could really just jump back out on the court? In the highest level, not so sure about that. But could he be a backup? I heard an interesting theory yesterday. Why wouldn't a team like the Patriots, the Chiefs, I guess those are really the only two, I guess, that I think are guaranteed to make the playoffs in the AFC and maybe the Texans. This is a a theory I heard yesterday and thought is very interesting. Why not sign Colin Kaepernick? and have him be on your practice squad, and he can imitate Lamar Jackson. Because Kaepernick's a hell of an athlete. He's fast. He's big. Have him run around and kind of – that's what you practice against when it gets to playoff time because you know you're going to be facing Lamar Jackson in the Baltimore Ravens, and you got to learn how to stop his running attack. you got to learn how to stop a running quarterback. So why not put Colin Kaepernick on your practice squad – and have him run the Lamar Jackson. 
pretty interesting thought. Got to give credit where credit's due. Heard that yesterday. I was like, hmm, that's a different way to think about it. But I don't think it'll happen. I, I don't think he's going to be back in the NFL. I think about five people will show up on Saturday because the NFL will, t- like Miami said, they're going to be there. The Falcons will probably send somebody because they live there. Maybe Carolina and maybe the Tennessee Titans. All teams right in that area, maybe Tampa Bay, the NFL is going to say, hey, man, we told Kaepernick we would have people there, so you guys are going to be required. Just go kick the tires and be like, you know what? Um, We like what we saw, but at this time, we're not going to sign him. We're not going to bring him in. Don't think he's, uh, you know, right now we don't, we're, we're happy with our quarterback situation. That's all you're going to hear from the workout. Oh, he looked good. Yeah, we'll, and we'll, we'll keep him in the back of our mind if, we, uh, if anything comes up. That's all that's going to come of this. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. That's it. Not it. That's it. Bye. All right. That's Colin Kaepernick. Now I want to talk about the college football playoff. Because I've been going back and forth with people on Twitter saying Alabama doesn't have a shot to make the playoff. I don't think Alabama deserves to be in the playoff. I don't think Alabama has played anybody and their schedule does not warrant them making the playoff in the end. And a lot of people disagree with me and a lot of people think they're going to be in the top four. So I got an email and I want to read the email. We are You can email us. We are the sore losers at gmail.com. And it comes from us from Morgan. Hey guys, I wanted to write to you about Pac-12 football. But before I get to that, I love the podcast and appreciate the banter, dynamic, and insights that you all bring to the world of sports. I mainly bring this to your attention because the winner of the Pac-12 may be eliminated from the college football playoffs and Bama will potentially replace them. It's disappointing to hear this on every sports show. Not just yours, because the Pac-12 teams get no love. They're not taken seriously or even mentioned, really. Do you believe in the quote-unquote east coast bias or do you think the pac-12 teams are not the same caliber as the big 10 or the sec i wanted to know your thoughts on the topic because it isn't talked about frequently on sports shows i hope to hear your responses regarding the pac-12 on the sore losers have a great day go utes so morgan's obviously hoping for utah to get into the playoff and do i think there's an east coast bias 100% there's an East Coast bias, Morgan. Sorry to say it, but a lot of people on the East Coast or in the Central Time Zone, we can't stay up until midnight watching college football. That's a long day. And so you're right. We miss a lot of Pac-12 football. Maybe we're sleeping on Pac-12 football. I believe if Utah or Oregon wins out, they meet in the – Pac-12 championship, one of them is going to have to lose, obviously, in the Pac-12 championship. I think the winner of that game can go to the playoff. I think if they both win out, I don't think there's any way Alabama can get in. If those two teams meet in the Pac-12 championship, regardless of what happens in the Big 12, one of those teams can get in. Let's say Oklahoma loses. Okay, then Alabama has another, you know, oh, wait, we got another shot. But it comes down to the Pac-12 then. And I don't see in the, so yes, there is an East Coast bias because we don't stay up for that those late games. That's just full transparency. I've watched a little bit of Oregon football. I watched them play Auburn. I watched them play, was it Washington? I watched them play a little bit of Washington. I've seen a little bit of the Utah Utes, not much. I saw them get crushed by USC. Um, I saw a little bit of the 
BYU game. Besides that, not really much Utah football. But I like your head coach. I mean, he looks like he could beat a lot of people up. And, and, and do I think they're good enough to beat teams from the SEC and the Big Ten? Absolutely. Absolutely they could. Do I think they could hang game after game after game in the conference? Maybe not. Maybe they're not built for the SEC schedule. But on one day when you have a month to prepare what you get when the playoffs come, do I think they could beat someone from one of those conferences? Could they beat a – why not? What happened when Utah – they played the mighty Alabama when they were, I mean, Urban Meyer was at Utah. They crushed Alabama because no one thought, oh, Utah with Alex Smith. They're just a nice story because they're playing out West. They're not really that good. And I understand I don't really go by bowl games that aren't for the national championship or the playoff now that we have the playoff. Because half the kids don't want to be there. Half the kids are already thinking, okay, I'm going pro. I don't care about this bowl game. But in reality, I think the Pac-12 could beat some of these teams. How do we know? I mean, we just go by the eye test, but eye tests are wrong. If we were so good at the eye test, here's the thing. We say eye test, eye test. If we were so good at the eye test and we could tell you who's going to win every week and every game, if we were so smart and all of our eye tests were right, we would be millionaires because we would gamble on every freaking game and get it right every freaking time because our eye test tells us Penn State's going to crush Minnesota. Eh, got that wrong. Guess what happened? Minnesota crushed Penn State. My eye test told me Penn State was going to win that game. My eye test was wrong. So do I think Alabama looks like they could beat Utah? Do I, does Alabama look like they could beat Oregon? Maybe, but you don't know. It's just all a guessing game. That's the whole point is the eye test is hard. Because we're wrong a lot. So there is no right answer when I say, oh, Alabama definitely can't make the playoff. And someone on Twitter says, oh, Alabama definitely is making the playoff. It's just opinions. And we're just guessing. And I love it. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. And I'm not just saying it to be a shock jock. I just don't think Alabama should be in. And I don't think they will be in. I think the winner of the Pac-12 or the winner of the Big 12 is getting in. Hold on. I got to get a water. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids, Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. So, yes, there's an East Coast bias. And I'm interested to see if it is Utah. Here's the problem. Here's maybe one problem. I think, and this is my thinking right now, after the college football rankings came out this week, they put Georgia at number four. And a little bit of me, deep down in my heart, is thinking they did that to help Alabama in the long run. They did that because Auburn plays Georgia this weekend. So the college football playoff committee who wants, if they want Alabama in, if they want Alabama to go to the Final Four, they put Georgia at number four. So they are hoping that Auburn this weekend beats number four Georgia. Because that, in their eyes, is going to help Alabama. Why? Yes, just think about it. Just let's just stick with me here. This is just my theory. I I I just I, I. So Auburn beats number four Georgia. So then Auburn gets a big boost in the polls because they just beat the number four team in America. And in two weeks, guess who gets to play Auburn? Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. So, then Alabama, if they want Alabama in, they beat number six or five or seven, whatever they put Auburn at after beating number four, Georgia. So, they can sit there and argue and say, oh, look, Alabama beat the number seven team in the country who just beat the number four team. If you don't think that's deserving to be in the playoffs, you're crazy. So when I look at the rankings, that's I think that's why they moved Georgia up to number four because they think in the long run that's going to help Alabama if they really want Alabama in. If you want, if you're looking at it from they want Alabama in, which a lot of you guys think they do want Alabama in, I can see that they want Alabama to have to for Auburn to beat Georgia, and then Alabama beat Auburn. Wow, that's that's pretty impressive. They beat Auburn, who just beat the number four co- team in the country. A little theory, a little theory. If you're on the side of they want Alabama in, I can see that. I can see that theory. Very interesting. Do I think it's going to happen? No. I still don't think Alabama's getting in. I don't want them in. And yes, you're right. I'm tired of Alabama. It's impressive what they do. But I want them to schedule someone in their non-conference. And I'm a little disappointed because in their in-conference, they, av- they, they avoided all the tough teams from the East. They didn't have to play Florida. They didn't have to play Georgia. They played the Cupcakes this year. So, and they had their one chance. Then, last night, a very funny thing happens in the Clippers and Rockets game. Doc Rivers is the coach of the Los Angeles Clippers. Austin Rivers plays for the Houston Rockets. And towards the end of the game, Doc Rivers is heated. Heated on the sideline. 
And Austin Rivers is over there telling the, the, the ref, hey, give him a T, give him a T, give him a T, give him a T. And Doc Rivers gets teed up, and he gets tossed out of the game. And Austin Rivers is kind of waving bye-bye. And everybody found this so funny. And I, I get it. It's funny to do that to your dad. And it, it is funny. I, I like the troll job by Austin Rivers. But in reality, if you look back at it, they don't really – I mean, they've grown closer in the last few years – but if you go back to a quote from 2016, where did it go? Where is my quote? Here it is. Here it is. Austin Rivers said in a piece in 2016, he doesn't really share his life outside of basketball with me, Austin said. He and I don't know each other like that. We know each other as strictly basketball. A lot of people on the outside don't understand that because people think we have a relationship like every other father and son. We just don't. That's because he's been gone my whole life, and that's fine. So what is kind of appeared as playful banter last night? I mean, it is a little playful banter between father and son, but the fact that they don't have a close relationship makes me – because he even said in a uh, post-game interview, yeah, I don't think we'll be going to dinner anytime soon. It made it a little more uncomfortable for me. It made it a little more weird and made me feel, I I don't know, slimy inside. I don't know. It made me feel different. Like, I I wasn't as like, oh, that's really funny. When, When you dig deep into it, it's really like, man, they don't have a close relationship. And so it's a little bit more awkward than I thought it was. I thought it would just be all fun and games and they would ham it up and laugh after the game and I don't know when they have the, if they were traveling, if they would go to dinner that night or they would text and be like, hey, that was funny, Dad, love you. It didn't sound like that. And so it it it, it made it a little less funny to me. And, and that has to be weird because he makes a great point back in 2016 that Doc Rivers was gone all the time. He was always in the basketball world, player, coach. So he never was really there when he saw his son grow up. It's a weird, it's weird. So, yes, it was funny. It was funny when I watched it, but then when I dive a little deeper into it, a little bit awkward, a little little strange, a little weird, not going to lie, made me feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And in that same game, I want to talk about a hater in the house. A big old hater in the house. And his name's Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, you're a hater. You're lying to us. You're lying to yourself. And when you start to accept things, that's when you'll better be better off in this world. Sorry. Just talking to like talking this whole time by myself, my throat gets really dry, so I'm drinking water. I know I get mad at Eddie for eating and it sounds weird, but I'm dying over here. So I want Russell Westbrook, you're a hater, dude. Like just you don't have to hate so hard. You don't have to be in denial because they asked Russell Westbrook about Patrick Beverly and his defense. And here is Russell Westbrook's quote. Pat, Pat Bev trick y'all, man, like he playing defense. He don't guard nobody, man. He's just running around doing nothing. And then he pointed out that James Harden scored 47 that night. If Patrick Beverly does nothing, why do people hate going up against him? Because he plays defense like a gnat. I mean, you slap at it and you try to get it, and it won't go away. And he is in your shorts all night. So if you want to be a hater, I mean, every, okay, so James Harden had a good night. That's going to happen when you're, no, even a good defensive player has a bad night or someone gets the best of him. It's going to happen. But look at what Patrick Beverly was doing to Steph Curry last year in the playoffs when they played the Warriors frustrating him making it so hard on him couldn't get a shot off he was shooting a terrible percentage don't tell me Patrick Beverly doesn't play good defense you're a hater you're an absolute 100% hater Russell Westbrook you know deep down you know Patrick Beverly plays defense and I love the way Patrick Beverly plays defense that dude has a chip on his shoulder and he doesn't care who you are He's there to play, and he is going to go at you hard, hard all night. And he's going to annoy you, and he's going to pester you, and you're going to be sick of him, and I love it. And for Russell Westbrook to say he ain't guarding nobody, he's just out there running around, he's got y'all fooled. No, you got yourself fooled, Russell Westbrook. That's what you got. You got fooled. But if you don't think he plays defense, get out of here with your crap. Just give the guys – you don't have to say anything about him. Just say, oh, looks like he had a rough night. Harden scored – don't tell me he doesn't play defense. Don't even try to bring that weak crap to me. Oh, Russell Westbrook. Maybe you learn how to shoot. How about that? That's one thing we can tell you. can't shoot. You don't know how to shoot. That's more accurate than – Patrick Beverly doesn't play defense because Patrick Beverly plays some damn defense. He doesn't play defense. You don't shoot the ball well. That's more accurate. Accept your flaws before you try to say Patrick Beverly doesn't play defense. If there's one person that plays defense every single night, it's Patrick Beverly. There are basketball players that take nights off. 
because it's a long season, load management, or they just don't try as hard. You know who tries hard every night and plays defense every night? Because defense is all effort. And who gives the most effort? If you're watching an L.A. Clipper game, who is the one giving the most effort out of anybody on the court? Either team. It's Patrick Beverly. I, I, I'm not even a Patrick Beverly. I, I don't have a Patrick Beverly jersey, but I would love to have one because I love the way Patrick Beverly plays. Love it. I would take 10 Patrick Beverleys over Rus- 10 Russell Westbrooks. I'll tell you that right now. Maybe I wouldn't do that. I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I think I, that's, that's probably a bad statement. That, that might be, you know. But I'd rather have Patrick Beverly than Russell Westbrook on my team. I, I really would. I, I think Patrick Beverly is more of a team player. He plays defense. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on from that because I may get out of control. But Patrick Beverly plays defense, Russ. Just, just admit it. Just say you were wrong. He plays defense. Because I'm about to admit I was wrong. It took me a couple of days to come to terms with this. I didn't want to admit it. We don't like to admit when we're wrong. All year. I've been saying there's a team that's not very good. That they're trash. They're highly overrated. And that's the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Their defense on Monday night actually looked really good. Jadavion Clowney. Wow. That, 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 that's, that's the Clowney you want every game. Where, where is that every game? He's one of those guys that takes games off. If he gave that effort every game... He could be one of the best defensive players in the NFL. Instead, it's two games awesome, then one game you don't hear from him. I mean, we really hadn't, I mean, he hadn't dominated a game like that all year. He is so good, he should dominate every game like that. But he but I'm wrong. Seahawks are pretty good. I'm gonna say it now. Seahawks are contenders. Contenders and the NFC. I'm not gonna say you're the best team in the NFC. That was an ugly game on Monday night. Defensive struggle, the offenses were bad. And can we get I, I want to stop. Can we stop with the group think? Why do we have to group think everything? One person says Russell Westbrook, or not Russell Westbrook, I'm sorry. At one person says Russell Wilson is oh the leading candidate for the MVP. And then it's like everybody is brainwashed into automatically saying Russell Westbrook, he's the clear leader for MVP of the NFL so far. Really? What did Russell Westbrook... God, Russell Westbrook. I can't do the Russells back-to-back. That's what I'm learning. Russell Wilson, what did he do on Monday that was so impressive? Oh, oh, that 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 INT he threw in overtime? Oh, wait, did he score? Uh, let me see. No, that was a defensive touchdown. I, I, another defensive touchdown. Um... Crap. Okay, he didn't do much. He had a bad game. And they were on the broadcast, they were slurping him like, oh, he's clearly the favorite for MVP. Look at what he's doing out here tonight. What's he doing? What did he do out there all night? They didn't do anything. He made one play in overtime with his legs where he ran for like 18 yards to get them into field goal range. Yes, that was a that was a good play, but Let's not act like he set the world on fire all night. 
But no, we get in this group think attitude where we have to name Russell Wilson the MVP of the NFL because one person said it, no one else will disagree. Everybody will just say, oh, yeah, you're right, Russell Wilson, MVP. Yep, MVP. Does no one else think for themselves? Does no one else look at Christian McCaffrey and say, oh, my God, that dude's the MVP? Where would the Carolina Panthers be without Christian McCaffrey? I, I, I don't, they're, they're with an undrafted quarterback who's playing all right, but you want to know why he's playing all right? Because he's got Christian McCaffrey taking a load off his shoulders. Kish, Christian McCaffrey will run for 100 yards. Oh, who's open out of the flat? Oh, Christian McCaffrey, he'll catch 15 balls a game. And you're going to – I mean, can we not see anybody besides Russell Wilson? That's all I hear is Russell Wilson's the clear favorite for MVP. Hey, guys, there's a guy down in Carolina. His name's Christian McCaffrey. He's a white running back. I know you're like, oh, he's a white running back. He can't be that good. No, he's really damn good. Is he the best running back in the NFL? Probably. The NFL nowadays, you got to be able to catch the ball. And he can run it and he can catch it. So, he's a, to me, he's the best running back in the NFL. Best running back in the NFL. But we, all we're going to say is Russell Wilson, MVP, because we're groupthink. Can't think for ourselves. Nope. No, 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 no. Has to be Russell Wilson because one person anointed Russell Wilson, and so that's everybody in America thinks it's Russell Wilson for MVP. He's having a great year. He's really he, he's awesome to watch. He's fun to watch. But when they give me a vote for NFL MVP, I don't know how I get that. Do I just write a letter to the NFL? I don't know. I'll go to NFL.com. I'll say, hey, can I vote? Christian McCaffrey, MVP of the NFL. And then tonight, oh, boy. Browns, Steelers. <sighs> I, I after watching the Steelers defense on Sunday against the Rams, who I think the Rams are just I, I I don't know if it's the Super Bowl hangover, it's the lack of running game, if they're just sad, I, I the lack of confidence, I don't know. But that Pittsburgh defense looked unbelievable. And I don't know if the Pittsburgh defense was unbelievable or if the Rams offense is just that bad. Because they really haven't, the Rams haven't really done anything this year. They haven't really been impressive all year. They're not the high flying offense that we've been used that we, we got used to the last couple of years. They've kind of just puttered around and you know, blah, 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 played with their Peter. I don't know. They 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 haven't been that impressive. So I don't know if I should be too impressed with the Steelers defense. But I feel like the Steelers defense has been playing really well the last few weeks, the last few games. So. I look at the Browns tonight, and I'm like, they are in deep trouble. They are in so much trouble because the Browns have been bad all year. Their offense has been horrid, putrid, can't do anything. So, of course, I'm going to think that the Browns are going to lose this game and that they're not going to be able to do anything. But these division games, you know one another. So, I'm so impressed by the Steelers' defense so I, I'm sitting Odell Beckham. He's on my hashtag sore losers fantasy team. I am putting Odell Beckham on the bench. Sorry. Can't do it. Can't trust him. Can't play him. Why can't I play him? Because did you see what they did to Cooper Cup? Zero catches. 
Now, is that because Jared Goff isn't, wasn't that good? Or did they just do a great job of covering him, taking him out of the game? Can they do the same thing with Odell? Well, I ain't taking a chance. Odell will be on the bench, which means Odell will go off for, you know, 10 catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. That's how fantasy works. But I, lo- I like the Steelers tonight. How-, how can you not like the Steelers with that defense? I- I'm taking the Steelers. I think the Browns are just in shambles. The, the the team is a disaster. I think Freddie Kitchens is in way over his head. And, I I mean, they struggled to beat them. I mean, they couldn't get in eight plays from the one-yard line on the Browns or the Bills, and they couldn't get in. Give me the Steelers tonight. Mason Rudolph, I hate it doesn't matter, backup quarterback, starting to get a little confidence, starting to build a little rapport with James Washington, former teammate, Oklahoma State. They're starting to say, hey, what up? Remember how we used to do it at Oak State? Go Pokes. And they're doing it in the NFL now. So, yeah, give me that. All right, I'm going to go home. I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. Did you guys watch CMAs last night? It's fun. It's a good time. <sighs> all right. Hopefully this wasn't too boring. I don't know. Hopefully we'll all be back tomorrow nice and rested. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Hit us up on Twitter, Sore Loser Show on Twitter, and we are the Sore Losers at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Uh, thanks for hanging with me today. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Go Steelers. And we out, or I'm out, you're out. Peace out. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex.